Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. There is much confusion and tension between God being sovereign in fulfilling His will and humanity's free choice. Failing to understand the character of God creates a false perception of God. Yes, He is sovereign, yet in His great love He chose to give free choice to humanity. He is neither controlling or manipulating and never uses His power for self-gain. He does not need to control or manipulate anything, for He is God. He is all-knowing, all-seeing, ever-present. He declares everything before it's in existence and knows what will take place. However, there exists other forces at work that humanity chose to give power to. They are the principalities and powers of evil and the strongholds of the selfish desires of humanity. Neither the free choice of humanity or the powers of evil can thwart the fulfilment of God's will and plan. Yet God never interferes with free choice and uses evil to turn it into good. The Apostle Paul understood the apparent tension as he viewed everything through God's eyes of eternal love. Everything became clear. Turn with me to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the Beloved. Paul states, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, all praise goes to God the Father, for he alone is praiseworthy. He is praised for who he is and what he has done. Let all creation sing praise to the one who created. He is the self-existing, eternal and relational one, the most powerful and covenant-fulfilling, majestic one who gave his very breath to us. His good pleasure or heart's desire is to bless us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. For this reason, he gave his very essence of himself to us, in our Lord Jesus Christ. He did all this so that we could live in his world, in the secret place of his heart, the ultimate blessing. To live out of that place in his heart, in his presence, in his love, is the greatest place of all. Today's text states, He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. 
That is past tense. He has blessed us. Past tense. Christ's life, death, resurrection and ascension has given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. The place where God the Father and our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ dwell. The heavenly places is also a sphere where the principalities and powers are still active. However, the good news is, it is Christ Jesus who ascended on high, is at the right hand of the Father, seated above all the principalities and powers, and he raised us up and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, above all principalities and powers. In him we are seated in his position of intimacy with the Father. It is the Father that raised Christ up and has raised us up and seated us with Christ Jesus in the heavenly realms. As a result, we partake of his intimate power and authority over evil and our flesh. For he has given us every spiritual blessing, which is of all of who he is. To go deeper into the good gifts that our Father has given us, listen to our podcast titled, Good Gifts. It is in Christ Jesus that God the Father has blessed humanity for all eternity. This is not because we deserve it, or have we been exclusively selected for it. No. It is because this is the heart of God the Father. This is his good pleasure of will. For us to be blessed with every spiritual blessing by him is the outworking of his great, undeserved, unconditional, unending love. What God does flows out of who he is. God so loves because he is love personified. Two key words are included in the text for today. The first one is chosen. We are chosen. He chose us in him, in Christ Jesus. Throughout my school days, I would often be chosen as captain. This included school captain and captain of various sports teams. As I had the desire to win, I chose my team based upon each one's ability. Those who were the most skillful and talented in that area, I chose for my team. Selection based upon performance or gifts is the way of the flesh in the world. It is full of disappointment and failure whether chosen or rejected, as the flesh can never be satisfied. This is not God's way or his heart. Unlike humanity who has a need to achieve and perform, God is good, self-sacrificing, perfect, loving and kind. He has no need to prove himself or perform. Out of his great love, he chose to create us. Before we even existed or had done anything, he had chosen us. 
That choice to create us was made in eternity, before time and creation by God. As he so loved, he gave humanity everything of himself. It is God's good pleasure, will, purpose and plan that all would be saved. All would be chosen. He desires that none should be excluded, rejected or perish. It is the Father's heart's desire that everyone be chosen in him. Yet not everyone chooses to be chosen. God, out of his great love, chose to create humanity in his image. He is intimate and personal. He breathed his life into humanity. He comes alongside us and holds our hand. He wraps his loving arms around us. Oh, his presence is heaven to me. And in receiving Jesus, we are chosen by God the Father, personally and intimately. He has chosen to give all of himself to each individual. Whether they receive or reject him is their choice. In Christ Jesus, we are recipients of his great love. As he chose us in love. Therefore in him, we are holy and without blame. All because we receive Jesus as free gift of himself. The Father is well pleased when we receive his Son, as we have entered into his family. We enter into the depths of his heart and intimacy with him. To be chosen is to be blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. The second key word in our text today is predestined. Humanity was predestined to have a perfect love relationship with God. However, as we have already discovered, each individual has free choice to receive his love or reject his love. It is his heart's desire that all would be saved, yet not everyone chooses to receive his free gift of salvation his free gift of himself and his perfect love. Each one has a free choice, a free choice that determines their eternity. So all who receive Jesus are predestined. As previously stated, God decided to create and give free choice, knowing there will be those who will reject him. He predestined us for an eternity with him. In receiving Jesus, we fulfill the will or good pleasure of our Father God. We receive him. We receive his love. We become his child. A child of God. John chapter 1 verse 12 to 13. 
but as many as received him. To them he gave the right to become children of God. To those believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The purpose for God choosing us is adoption. That's to be his child, with the full privileges and identity of him. Remember, before time began, God chose to have a personal, intimate relationship with humanity, giving us full inheritance. God's heart's desire is us, that we are adopted into the Beloved, into that most intimate, most loved relationship, just like Jesus and the Father. The ultimate object of the Father's love is for all to be caught up in the love feast between God the Father and Christ Jesus the Son. As a child of God, we are predestined to be conformed to his image. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 to 30 and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. To be predestined is to be adopted in the Beloved, conformed to the image of Christ. God in his great love has shown us his heart's desire. God's saving purpose for all eternity has a final goal, the uniting of all things, or the summing up of both of which are in heaven and in earth in Christ Jesus. That all would be one in Christ Jesus our Lord, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. In him all things summed up as one in him. In him is to be one with him. This is God's saving purposes, planned from eternity, before he created. He predetermined it. The final goal of the Father's perfect will and good pleasure is the uniting of all things in heaven and earth in Christ Jesus. God chooses to sum up everything of his creation in Christ Jesus. He is the one the only one who restores peace and harmony to the universe. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 to 10 Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. 
Christ Jesus is not only the instrument of this restoration, but is also the main point or object of it. Thus fulfilling the good pleasure and perfect will of the Father. It is in Christ Jesus that God has chosen for us to inherit everything that Jesus has in the Son. Christ Jesus sums up both the things in heaven and the things on earth. In the fullness of time, the two spheres are gathered together as one in him. All those who receive Jesus represent Christ on earth. The outworking of God's salvation purpose is yet to be completed. Yet God is working. He is always working. He is not working manipulating circumstances. Yet his will will be fulfilled. By Jesus' life, death, resurrection, God's salvation plan has been fulfilled. All things have been placed under his feet, including death. Yet for his disciples to live in the reality of that and appropriate his victory in our lives is still being outworked. God is working and continually pursuing in love, transforming and renewing the hearts and minds that are surrendered to him. Peace has been made by the blood of Jesus. Yet fulfilment of that peace throughout all creation is still being appropriated. The principalities and powers have been disarmed, yet they are still active in this world. There are those who are truly free and live in the victory of them. Sadly, there are those still in bondage to them and waiting deliverance. Then there are those who chose to be in bondage to them and give their total allegiance for them. Yet as I said, the Father is always working. He continues to pursue each one in love throughout the ages. Even those who will never come to him he pursues, for such is his great love. There will come a day when evil is totally eliminated. We shall see a new heaven and a new earth. There will be no more crying, no more sorrow, no more death, sickness or pain. Forever together in him. To be chosen is to be blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. To be predestined is to be adopted in the beloved Conform to the image of Christ. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, that out of your great love you chose to bless us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And that you predestined us to be adopted in the Beloved. By your Spirit, as we surrender to you and receive from you, we be conformed to the image of Christ. We thank you. Your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed. In Jesus' name.